Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendos, Tony Khan here at CM Punk. And welcome back to the Going In Raw All Out Media Scrum 2022. Uh, the only professional wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. This doesn't really work if you're listening to us. If you're listening to us, we have costumes on. Everybody and Larson's eating. Sorry, CM Punk is eating a dry muffin right now. So welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Larson, what's on your mind right now? Empty headed dumb fuck. <laughs> 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 oh man so welcome to going in raw it's halloween we're having fun here at the show on today's episode we're going to be talking aw rampage oh this is exciting this is exciting he's joining us again even on halloween triple h sorry paul levesque hard working man joining the show is joining the show uh to preview tonight's halloween edition of Monday Night Raw, it seems like he took your advice and did the Halloween Battle Royal once again in NXT, mm. or he passed it on to uh, to HBK. Dante Chen was a uh, Rhea Ripley. It was just the house show, though. They need to bring that on TV. Oh, they're never putting that on TV. I know because a lot of times people use like like you know like dress as Star Wars characters, and they probably couldn't get away with that. Yeah, it's too silly. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, this week's SmackDown, which for my money had probably segment of the year. That was when really the, good. The line really of the year. Jay Uso says, man, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief thinks. <laughs> oh, man. Larson, you know how we often talk about being embarrassed when certain segments come on if we have family members in the room? That one is the opposite of that. I pulled Lacey in because I was watching this and I was like, you have to watch this. I paused it, gave her the quick breakdown and then watched it back with her and she was super into it. Man, What's crazy is, is it has I the gasped. drama of, of that moment with Jay, yeah. and then just a little bit later, everybody in that ring is on the verge of, of cracking up. I know. Oh, I know. And I first know. it was Sammy, and then when Roman got into it, started saying, oh, Jay, is that the problem? You're not feeling oozy. Jay yeah. was about to absolutely lose it. Oh, he was, he was, he was cooked. He, he was had to done. constantly cover his mouth, and, and Jimmy, of course, he can laugh. It's fine. He's in the background yeah. laughing. Heyman's trying not to laugh. Yeah. Oh, it was, it, so it, was it was so good. So we've got some interesting news about Sami Zayn and the bloodline. Now that that's 
easily the hottest thing probably in all of wrestling. We're also going to talk about WWE busting down the Forbidden Door in a fairly, fairly surprising uh, match that's going down in retirement of a legend yep. uh, in honor of a legend who's retiring soon. Uh, but first, yeah, let's talk about that. Oh, well, number one, um, this weekend, of course, we've got Crown Jewel, Crown Royal, WWE's Crown Royal, the Saudi Arabia event uh, coming up this Saturday morning, I believe. Is that right? Usually yeah, like I believe 10 o'clock or something. I'll 10 o'clock. Okay. Time, Pacific, Pacific. Yeah, yeah. 10 Pacific. Um, so we're going to be we have yet to figure out exactly what charity we're going to do a thing for. <clears throat> we're talking about doing a simulcast uh, over uh, both of our channels on the Twitch and on the YouTubes. Uh, and so we're, we're discussing that right now. Uh, so we'll have more info for you, but, uh, one way or another, it's definitely going to be going down on Twitch. Yeah. Maybe we'll hop over on YouTube as well. We'll yeah. see. And, uh, and we're should, have, should yeah. have an announcement on, on the charity, uh, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow. Absolutely. I got some ideas uh, all read by Steve and then we'll go from there. Awesome. Very cool. So, uh, first up though, obviously, uh, let's talk about Sami Zayn. So it's been a while since we've seen Sami Zayn's best friend. Kevin Owens on Monday Night Raw. In fact, he mentioned during his appearance on NXT prior uh, to Halloween Havoc. And apparently the reason for this absence is due to this Sami Zayn bloodline angle being so damn good. Wrestle votes told Give Me Sport that Owens was, quote, pegged to get involved with Sami in the bloodline. But that's white hot right now. Those plans, from what I've been told, are definitely pushed back. But they're not off because the plan is for Kevin Owens to be with Sami Zayn. Whatever they had planned for Kevin Owens is totally on pause because this stuff with Sami doesn't come around often. This was supposed to be a little three, four week comedy deal, and it's getting big. It is huge right now, uh, and it's not shocking. I mean, honestly, man, I was trying to go back in my noggin and think of other angles that hit this level of drama. And last thing I could think of really was like the Festival of Friendship with Jericho and Owens. Um, but that wasn't like a week to week thing. No, that was that like was, that was like a one, a one thing. It was a one moment swerve, which was excellent, and that entire thing was really good. But dude, I honestly cannot think of a. I mean, look, even if you want to go back to Stone Cold and Vince McMahon, that was like week after week. Oh, how are they going to fuck with each other? Yeah, it's it was more like oh, what are they going to come up with next? And even that was like Vince Russo's thing was. What are we going to do this week, bro? How are we going to make it even worse? This is like a simmering tent. Like you have, yeah. you have not just this, oh God, what's Sammy going to do now? Like it, it gives me a little bit of fun anxiety. Like, you know, the creative type when you're going into an episode of Ozark or Breaking Bad or something like yeah. that. But dude, I mean, even chat like right here, I'd like them to sort of think of other storylines that had even close to this kind of drama in the history of, of WWE, or at least in the history of televised WWE. The most recent thing I can think of, and I don't know if that's really had this level of drama, but in terms of this uh, level of attention to detail on the storytelling, it's probably Champa Gargano. That's a good, yeah, it's a I good call. I don't think it necessarily had the week-to-week tension right, that this yeah. does. But yeah. in terms of telling a, 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 a story with well-developed characters with attention to detail, I mean, for a while, that was kind of the gold standard of modern WB. I know and even then, and stuff kind of got in the way of probably what they were going to do with it, but still. Even then, there was the conceit that, A, NXT back then was an hour long. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there'd be, like, uh, entire weeks where no developments would happen. And 
And even that wasn't as, I mean, that was really good from like a match to match basis because the matches themselves, they would tell such great stories. But like in the storyline in between, it's not like a lot ever happened in in NXT. They would just go from takeover to takeover. It'd be cool stuff. And yeah, that relationship and how Mm -hmm. that all played out over the course of those takeovers was great. But this stuff week to week is just phenomenal. And that's not even including the parts where Sammy is like making people lose character and and, and break and yeah. start laughing. Yeah. I did mean, they're watch, battling did you that. The, but did also, you watch the Waffle House? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Was fantastic. Gosh. Yeah, no, so good. It, it was awesome. Jay perks up when he says we're going to we're going to dinner. We're going to go to Waffle House. I'm going to get the hash browns. Yeah, I'm going to get the hash browns. Um, it's it's really brilliant stuff i yeah, mean just the you know especially this week it all came to a head roman said finally let's be done with this put it out on the table and they start they lay it all out there <laughs> and jay drops that line i don't give a damn what the tribal chief says or oh. what the tribal chief thinks and and rome and the entire the live crowd just dropped i know and roman just, just <gasps> milked that moment so well slow oh turning. my gosh slowly circling around to jay but the way his eyes popped because mm. his head was down and he was just letting them do it yep <laughs> and then he perked up that camera and when we when we praise kevin dunn's directorial skills that you won't get anywhere else because he knew exactly what camera to use on each beat of that moment. Yep. It was yep. great stuff. And so, yeah, you want to make sure, but you don't, you don't want to, you want to make sure that whatever you come up with now is a logical extension of what you've been doing. Don't just milk it to milk it. But yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It would have been too soon to introduce Kevin Owens to this stuff and to jump Sammy out. Now the, the, the turn of Roman putting Sammy in charge of the Usos. I wonder if that was a new element used to elevate, you know, uh, what they had planned in the first place, because that that's a relatively recent thing. And that did bring it up to another level. It did. And I guess my only qualm about this strategy of continuing adding more to the Sammy story is that there's easy, easily a story they could tell on Raw with Kevin Owens that would help lead to that moment. You know, mm-hmm. if, if they have something with Kevin Owens on Raw where, you know, it's he's back, he's a, he's a baby face, and he's just, essentially he's looking for a friend. You don't have to be mm-hmm. so, you know, up, you know, like, you can be subtle with it, you know, you have to yeah. be so, you know, uh, explicit with the idea of what your story you're telling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you could be subtle with it that he's he's baby faced. People kind of are taking him seriously as a good guy without constantly questioning his, his you know whether he's going to lie or turn on him. But now it's like, okay, I'm a good guy, but I still feel like something's missing. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I I, I there there's a friend of mine who's in a tough spot. Can't mm-hmm. do anything about him. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I got to do something mm-hmm, and just have that yeah. story eventually lead. You know, with Elimination Chamber in Montreal. It makes all the sense in the world for their reunion to happen there, or at mm, least for yeah. them to cross paths in some capacity there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and that's still that's February. That's still four months away, three and mm. a half, four months away, depending on what, what yeah. time of month the show is. Uh, yeah. You know, and and that's right in the road to WrestleMania. You can have Owens and Zayn be the ones to take the tag titles from, from the Usos. Yeah, there's still plenty of time. Yeah, and it makes all the sense in the world. And you get that huge moment at WrestleMania where with Sammy and Kevin Owens finally doing something they've been saying they wanted to do since they joined WWE, be tag champs together. And, you know, here's the thing also is that the, the, the one sort of thing that people, I don't know if people are really realizing is that 
honest to God, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are probably two of the top five competitor performers oh, yeah. in WWE, and you're going to have them against probably the best tag team that's ever come across WWE in terms of in-ring stuff also. That's going to be, I mean, I know there's a couple other names out there perhaps, but the Usos are up there. You're gonna, I mean, that's going to be a fucking match. And the yeah. story they're going to have ready to tell there, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's going to be. And it, here's the thing. If it was under Vince, they'd have given this thing 12 minutes maybe, maybe at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. The, they're going to give this as much time as it needs because this is going to be huge, yep. man. It will be. It will be. This massive. is going to be absolutely huge, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, speaking of huge, let's talk uh, WB busted open that forbidden door. So ever since Triple H took over creative, we've been wondering how open he would be to collaboration with our other promotions. Opening. The Forbidden Door, and while commentaries yeah. mentioned that Carl Anderson is the current IWGP Never Openweight Champion, he hasn't brought the title to Raw with him. Yet, we haven't had yet. that level of crossover. Yet. But over the weekend, Pro Wrestling Noah announced that Shinsuke Nakamura will take on the Great Muda January 1st, 2023, part of Muda's retirement kind of uh, festivities. Uh, Nakamura spoke about the process of getting WB's approval to participate in the bout in an article uh, by Tokyo Sports saying, I believe the this translation is from WrestlingNews.co. It says, there are people in WWE who pushed me forward. It's nothing short of a miracle. Of course, I want to do it. It was an area that no one had ever stepped into, or rather, I opened a door that no one had been able to pry open. Ha, ha, ha. It's a real forbidden door. And the article also stated, and I believe these uh, uh, translations are from Wrestling Observer, uh, quote, after a disagreement at first, he persisted in negotiating with the new regime after Chairman and CEO Vince McMahon retired in July, the final agreement was reached on the 26th of this month, and it seems that the tenacity has paid off. Um, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, it is uh, cool. I mean, you know, we had long heard that Triple H was open to this kind of stuff. Evidently, he had offered Brody Lee some sort of uh, suggestion that it was possible for him to do some time in New Japan while mm-hmm. with WWE. Um, that obviously never came to fruition, but now that Vince McMahon's out of the way, you got to think that this might be the first step mm-hmm. uh, in 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 more of this kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know, man. The, the way things are, they're so absolutely crazy. Um, you know, this year in wrestling, I don't expect things necessarily to calm down because who knows what could be next in 2023? We could have a WWE W show. Would I put money on it now? Hell no. no. Not a betting man unless it's channel points. But 
I wouldn't even put channel points on that. But yeah, I also would. wouldn't be. Sh- you chase that action. Depends on what the action is. I would. I would be. I would. I would be surprised, but not shocked if that happened in 2023 AEW and WWE. But of course, you know, I need to get over whatever rudeness I feel. Me as Tony Khan. Yeah. Uh, uh, Triple H, the game has levied my yeah. way. Well, just remember, you have you have more money than Jim Crockett ever did or something like that. I'm not going to take this shit. I'm not. Yeah. I've got a fucking lot more fucking money. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. And I believe, and I'm mistaken, isn't Sting going to be on that show too? Or is this going to be like part of I a larger mood? Sting's going to be tour? a part of the final show, I think. Okay. That's my understanding. Uh, Bad Keith Gaming here also in our chat has a point as well because I noticed this sort of percolating he says the fact that Adam Cole just posted a video with Austin Creed I didn't see that actual video I saw that they were teasing the the party getting back together Mm -hmm. which clearly is a sign that Triple H is like yeah man if I mean God that's like the least you know just do cool shit that 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 hurts nobody I know that hurts absolutely nobody and only generates fan interest in uh and in, in goodwill with the fans. Oh man, WWE's giving us the party back. I know. They're allowing know. that to happen. Where's the downside on that? I know. You know. Like I have been saying for a while, WWE needs to do things that enhances the company's cool factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's absolutely. one thing they they struggled to do with Vincent Charge because he was so hesitant to do anything other than the way he's done them for the most part. Yeah, man. You know, he told do you people, think is what? there any possibility this is a sign of I'm sorry, did I just cut you off? That's fine. Don't hurt oh, me, Steve. I'm, <laughs> sorry sorry well yeah see I'm, I'm i'm practicing for later i'm helping you practice for oh, later with okay. what do you mean by that no no, no with you you it's you're you're the one interviewing him um do you think this is any any chance that this is uh the first step maybe they're like let's go ahead and work with Noah a little bit and then i'm gonna buy him global localization is noah gonna become noah xt japan i'd be kind of surprised but you know, I guess anything's possible. I'd be pretty surprised. Um, I mean, I'd be surprised if any, any any company, after seeing how things went down in, in the United Kingdom, WB's approach there, now assuming that if Triple H or Nick Khan or whoever is going to approach these other promotions uh, with kind of the same idea, I, you know, seeing how that all unfolded, I'd be pretty hesitant to to uh, do business with WWE if, if that was going to be their approach. But, yeah. you know, maybe they're going to change course. I don't know. We don't know. Well, again, again, you know, different different regime. It seems like a, a clean slate. You know, that's how this thing came together. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that goes down. Um, so, anyways, let's talk about SmackDown on Friday. Uh, thought it was a solid episode, obviously, I've already we've already talked about oh, the first 40 minutes were some of the best 40 minutes of wrestling television of the year so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had what else do we have in this episode? Oh, uh, we, we had the return of Emma. Yeah. I wish they would have brought back clumsy Emma. No, no, I think I think that this iteration of Emma is, is the one to go with. Clumsy she's Emma worked okay in. It's kind of generic though. In, in NXT. I'm, not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying you know like this iteration of Emma is top iteration of Tennille Dashwood as wrestling character. I'm just saying we saw yeah, it in the main that's roster. Emma. We saw it in the main roster before, and they did clumsy Emma. I don't know. It, it didn't play the same way as it did in NXT. 
Even Rhonda wanted clumsy Emma. Did you see her doing the clumsy yeah. Emma dance? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Emma's a terrific wrestler. I think Tanil Dashwood is fantastic, and she'll kill it with whatever she's given. Absolutely. That being said, there was something about clumsy Emma that really just sort of she she really embodied that, you know? Like yeah, she yeah. has sort of the, the sweet face. <laughs> That's sort of the, yeah. uh, the, you know. She did a she did a hell of a job. Yeah, with that I'm not saying I, don't, I didn't enjoy her work as clumsy Emma because I did. Um, I'm just saying, I, I, history is is kind of shown us. And granted, it was the pre, prior uh, WWE administration. It was Vince didn't know how to book clumsy Emma on the main roster. And if they're still not sure how to book clumsy club clumsy sorry clumsy Emma on the main roster, then do something else. Yeah, should have been Emmalina. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Should have been Emmalina. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was awesome for her. Uh, she's uh, romantically linked with Madcap Moss, and he had some really nice things to say, you know, uh, about that as mm-hmm. well. On I think on Instagram or social media. Oh, or that's something cool. Saying. Yeah, he's like, this is a really special moment for her. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I thought it was neat to see her there. It was neat. It was neat. Uh, we finally heard uh, uh, something more than just Howdy from Uncle Howdy, Howdy. officially introduced himself as mm-hmm. Uncle Howdy, and I saw some uh, some stuff on social media on Twitter that maybe uh, there's a couple clues there about the identity of Uncle Howdy mm-hmm. under the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, pr- namely, the earring mm-hmm. that Uncle Howdy was wearing. Uh, uh, you know, somebody close to Bray. I don't know if we even get to Bo Dallas. It is Bo Dallas. He's the that <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> Bo Dallas. Um, it's Bo Dallas. By the way, Alex, Queen of the Rings in our chat. What's up, Alex? Hi, Good Alex. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that'd be awesome. That'd be great because it wouldn't be like, you know, Bray would have a match with somebody who's just, you know, it's just, you can't, what, like a hologram or something of Bray Wyatt. So it seems like that's, it's hard to piece together. That was a creepy ass mask. It really was. It's it's got, I, I appreciate that they made very little effort to make it look realistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like a caricature, you know, and it looks stylized. Yeah. And like the mustache almost looks a little cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it all seems intentional, you know, because it ups the creepiness factor. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, it's it, it, it was it was really creepy. Um, but now this is uh, this is good. And the thing, the thing that I like about it is that his promos when he comes out seem a bit more focused. Yeah, like each time Bray speaks now. There's a point to it. Now, maybe at some point he'll go off the rails and he'll start talking about nothing again. But I always felt that that was one of the weaknesses was like when he had a point, he was compelling. Yeah. When he was forced to spin his wheels, not so much because it was kind of obvious what that what was going on. Yeah. Um, But I liked that this right here, this segment had a point to it Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to some of the instances of Bray Wyatt where uh, it wasn't quite that. It just meanders and goes all over the place and doesn't really land anywhere but yeah this i mean it seems like the the basic thesis uh, uh of what's going on here has been effectively laid out i mean really mm-hmm. just yeah. on smackdown where brace says i'm coming out now no mask this is who i am mm-hmm. um and then uncle howdy says oh no you got a mask on yeah yeah you know it's all about putting one's true self out there versus mm-hmm. hiding behind facades you know and, right, and yeah. that could lead to some interesting stuff so yeah, uh, let's just dive into it. We had the uh, brawling brutes versus Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa. Of course, before the actual match, the Bloodline, they're backstage. The brawling brutes, they the brawling brutes, they make their entrances. We go backstage, and uh, Sami's like, "Hey, Jay, I, I need a word with you." He's like, "Tonight's a big night for us." 
He says, you understand what I'm saying? And Jay thinks Sammy doesn't want him to get involved. Yeah. And Sammy's like, no, 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 the opposite. Tonight is all hands on deck. The tribal chief's not here yet. When he gets here, what he needs to see all of our hands raised in victory. He says, a couple weeks ago, you helped me with Kofi, and I need that tonight. I saw that. He says, can you do that tonight? Jay says, and Jay's hyped. He's like, I got a purpose. Mm-hmm. So um, the match happens. Uh, uh, in the end, though, there's just all sorts of arguing yeah. uh, on the outside. So Jay and Sammy uh, start going at it. Uh, and, after Jay uh, pulls Sammy out of the ring because uh, Pete Dunn's going up top. Right, right. And and they just can't get on the same page. They keep on arguing. The ref is counting. Uh, uh, Ridge comes over, and he bowls over Solo and Jay. Because Solo's trying to tell them, hey, get your shit together. The count's going on right now. Yeah. Sammy gets back in the ring. Butch rolls him up to get the win. So then Sammy and Jay start arguing in the ring. Solo tries to separate them because it's getting really hot. Yeah. Jay pushes, pushes him aside. Jimmy tries to get involved. They're all bickering. And then Roman's music hits. And they all just stop in their tracks and bolt their eyes to the entrance because yep. dad's, here. dad's here. And Cole even says, daddy's home. Yeah. And, uh, and so all the kids are arguing. Dad comes home. SmackDown rolls on. Back from commercial, Roman Reigns tells St. Louis, acknowledge me. They do, of course. They love Roman. He says, you know, we usually have an order to things around here, but we're going to switch it up tonight. He says, you acknowledge me. Now it's time for me to acknowledge the elephant in the room. And he doesn't look at anybody in the bloodline, but we all know what he's talking about. He says, you too. If you want to act like kids, and he's got his back turned to them all. If you want to act like, yeah, you want to act like kids, then we're going to treat you like kids. He says, I don't believe in airing the backstage stuff in the ring. I believe in fighting in the ring and handling your business back there. He says, but it seems like the two of you just can't do that. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to let it all out because I want this problem to be fixed right now. Sammy says, okay, okay. Of course, the crowd starts chanting Sammy. He's always the first to speak up. Oh, I know. He says, I'll be the first to admit that there's a bit of a communication breakdown of late. And I feel like it's pretty specifically with Jay. So I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on here. Jay, I like I've, I like you. I've always liked you and we've always gotten along. But ever since I've been hanging out with the bloodline, you just can't seem to stand me. And I don't understand it. Jimmy seems fine. Solo seems fine. Everybody seems fine. It's just you. He says, I don't know what I did to offend you, but whatever it is, I'm sorry. I just don't want this to keep going on like this anymore. So whatever I did, I'm sorry. Can we just be cool? Can we bury the hatchet once and for all? And he extends his hand to Jay. Jay barely looks at Sammy, and he milks this moment, and the crowd starts chanting for them to hug it out. This goes on for like, it feels like forever. It really does. It really does. And then Jay gets on the bike and says, Sammy, you have about two seconds to get that out of my face. I don't like you. I don't like your hair. I don't like your face. I don't like that shirt you're wearing. I don't like you being around my family every single week. How do you think you're part of the bloodline when you ain't blood? Newsflash for you. You'll never be. You don't belong here. Nobody in this group likes you. I'm just real enough. The only one real enough to say anything about it. You're a fake ass oose. Difference between you and me is I shed blood for every single one of my family members in here because it's my family, not yours. Will, uh, will you do it? Will you? Uh, Sammy and asks, then Sammy asks Jay, he's like, why are you yelling at me? I'm trying to make peace. The tribal chief says he wants peace. And then Jay says, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief say. 
And that's when everything just, there's when the record scratch happens. Yeah. Everything just, and the, yeah. whole, the whole crowd <gasps> goes, oh, because yeah. everybody is on the edge of their seat at this I point. Know. I know. So and Roman mo- just perks up, and he, like you said, very slowly oh, so turns slow. to Jay. Jay drops the mic. Roman steps up to him, circles him. Sam, And, and then Sammy, again, pipes up. He yeah. says, okay, okay, Roman, Roman. What Jay said, it was super messed up, but he didn't mean that, right? And Jay, Jay, you can see Jay mouth. I didn't mean I, that. I didn't mean that. Yeah. He says Jay's been going through a lot. He's just not himself right now. Lately, he, he just hasn't been very oozy. Oh, that kills laughs. everybody. Everybody laughs. that kills everybody. And Roman tries to take him breaking and put it into character. He sort of, so he sort of laughs it off and says, "Oh, oh, is that what's going on?" It's because you're not feeling oozy. Oh, that that killed Jay even more. When <laughs> and Roman that said killed, it. and Jay had to put his head in his hand. And there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing, what I was talking about. Lazy earlier. There's nothing Lazy loves more than when people like she loves anything in Siren Live that has to do with people breaking character. Yeah, she was cracking. And this is it was an amazing moment. It really was. It really was. It was great. So, uh, so Roman puts his arm around Jay. Says, "This is what we're gonna do." He says, "If you can't find your inner oozy again," he says, "I'm gonna do something you ain't gonna like." This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the honorary away and make Sammy a full-blown ooze. He says, if you don't figure this out, we're just going to change his name. And you see Sammy's the look on Sammy's face. This is the greatest moment of it his really fucking Especially life. Especially when Roman says his last bit. We're going to name him Sammy Uso. And the crowd fucking erupts and Sammy just... He's like, oh, my God. Sammy's in such a fucking spot because he wants to drive Jay to the point where he gets to be an Uso. But at the same time, he can't help but, like, calm things down when Jay gets in it. Yep. And part of it is because and, and it, the motivation aspect is the most interesting because it's like he wants Jay to like him. Yeah. But at the same time, he's advancing up the ladder because exactly. Jay's such a mess. Exactly. And if he doesn't have Jay around to be the guy who everybody shits on, Sammy ain't going to look good anymore. Nope. Nope. It's the dynamics in play that really make this so damn good. Yeah. So Heyman takes the mic and he basically ends scene. He says, the tribal chief has called an end to this segment. Catch Roman next Saturday when he defends the undisputed title against Logan Paul. And now a kind word from our sponsors in three, two, one. And go to commercial. Commercial Oh, it was, it was so absolutely amazing. The, 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 the bit at gorilla position, the match and this segment took up basically like the first 38 minutes of SmackDown. Uh huh. And yeah. it was really, really good stuff. Uh, then we got a, a Viking Raiders video package. Uh, following that, we had Maximum Male Models take on the New Day. New Day had a picture of picture promo. Uh, again, remind the Usos that they are the longest reigning tag champs and they plan on keeping it that way. Um, and then uh, uh, New Day got the win here, hitting Midnight Hour on Mansoor. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a Sonya Deville interview. She's asked, Will you answer Ronda's open challenge? And Sonia says, well, why would I tell you that and ruin the element of surprise? I can tell you who's not going to answer the open challenge, and that's Liv Morgan, because she had one loss to Ronda, and now she's completely broken. That's because she was walking around with a title she didn't deserve in the first place. And then Liv attacks Sonia. They're brawling. Rest and producers are in to break that up. Yep. 
after that, we had a Braun Strowman promo on a Moss. He says, there's a saying. There's someone always bigger and stronger than you are. Now with Moss, it's clear you're bigger than me, but stronger? Hands. Everyone's seen that I've ripped doors off cars and flipped over ambulances and limos. I picked up a tractor trailer. Why? Because it was a challenge to me and it excited me. I felt that some of that same excitement when I looked up at a Moss and thought, what a challenge is going to be for me. Because when it comes to challenges, the bigger, the better. Come Crown Royal, Amos is going to find out real quick that there's no giant too big for the monster among monsters. Hands. Hands! Uh, then we got Ronda Rousey's open challenge. She has a promo. It says it looks like the belt is back where it belongs, and you guys are actually in luck because I'm in the mood to prove it with an open challenge. I don't expect you to be grateful to have such an active champion to realize how impressive it is that I defend the title at a moment's notice. Only gr- uh, the great can recognize greatness. And you're all too mediocre mediocre to know what you're looking at. She says, all right, let's get this formality out of the way. Who's feeling lucky tonight? The return of Emma. And it was awesome. She also has a new... I actually liked her, like, uh, when she became serious, Emma, the remix version of her theme. I like that. They got rid of that. They got a new one. Yeah. But, you know, things change. Things change. So, anyways, Emma put up a good fight. However, Ronda gets the win here. Piper's pit, armbar, Emma taps. Yep. Uh, after that, we had uh, announced Bianca versus Bailey. Last woman standing match at Crown Royal, so that'll be a banger. Yeah. Also, another banger, the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. Yep. Uh, we also have, uh, after that, we had Jay and Heyman argue backstage here in front of uh, uh, the, the Bloodlines uh, dressing room. Jay says they're sweet. Uh, Jay says, I want to talk to Roman about Sammy Uso. <laughs> About Logan knocking him, knocking me out when he when I wasn't looking. Heyman says sometimes it's better for Roman to hear it from his wise man. I've got this. He's like, all right, yep. Uh, this next bit was pretty cool. So we have Ronda and Shayna. They're just chatting backstage. Natalia walks up to him <laughs> and says, you know, uh, I don't, I didn't know, I don't know if you're the the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda, or just the luckiest. If I had open answered the open challenge, I'd be champ right now. Shayna just goes up behind uh, Natalia, chokes her out. Oh, man, that was awesome. That was so good. Oh, that was so good. That was great. Uh, after that, we had uh, Legato Del Fantasma versus Hit Row and Shinsuke Nakamura. I saw something cool on social media. Uh, WWE went to Mexico City mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, Santos Escobar went to the ring with uh, with his dad, El Fantasma. Oh, that's very cool. It was pretty neat, yeah. That is very cool. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, BFAB has a promo. Since Legato doesn't want to fight us, we got friends in high places. And Shinsuke Nakamura is their partner. Uh, top dollar, Pancakes uh, Cruz. Nakamura follows up with a Kinshasa to get the win for what Top Dollar has referred to as Shint Row on social media. Doesn't really work. It's too close to Shit Row. You don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. It Shint is. Row. Doesn't yeah, work. Doesn't quite work. Doesn't quite work. Uh, so then we get Roman and Heyman in the locker room. So Heyman says to Roman, I want you to watch a piece of footage, please. And so he puts on the, the monitor, the TV in their locker room, some training clips of Logan mm-hmm. Paul doing some sparring, some boxing. And Roman's asking, why are we watching this? And uh, Heyman says, because it just takes one lucky punch. Roman says, he's not going to get one lucky punch. And Heyman says, I was talking to a doctor who knows a doctor who knows Logan Paul's doctor. And Logan once broke his hand boxing and has pins in his hand that he uses to throw his knockout punch. And Roman says, well, Paul's only had two matches, two. And Heyman says, well, Brock won the UFC title in his third match. Not that Logan Paul is Brock Lesnar. 
And then Heyman at this point is just kind of getting himself oh, more he's and more in trouble. Yeah. Into a hole here. Yeah. He says, "Well, not that you're Brock. Le- it's just time for me to leave." So he just yeah, takes I'm his leave. take my leave now. Uh, yeah. Oh, incels! Time for an LA Knight interview. Yeah, LA Knight. He says, uh, "Listen, I should handle my own introductions." The ring announcer couldn't even get my hometown right. Yeah, maybe I should go do it now. And then Ricochet steps in, uh, calls him Lala Knight, says maybe L.A. shouldn't walk around like your God's gift to SmackDown. Around here, when someone's head grows as big as yours is, someone's bound to knock it off. And L.A. says, yeah, I am God's gift to SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ricochet's going to eat this loss. Ricochet oh, yes. talking shit just doesn't really work, man. <laughs> Uh, you know, like, like this should be L.A. Knight instigating something with Ricochet. I know. Saying, oh, look at you flipping around here like your God's gift to SmackDown. That's me. Yeah. But Ricochet stepping to people, it just doesn't really work. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, then we got Karrion Cross versus Madcap Riddick Moss. Cross uh, again, another competitive effort. Moss put up a good fight. Cross mm-hmm. wins with a forearm to the back of Moss's head. Afterwards, he puts Moss in the cross jacket. Scarlet brings a mic into the ring, hands it to Cross. Cross says, hey. Drew McIntyre, just so you know, Moss put up a much better fight than you did because he's not a coward like you are. You stand for nothing other than your ambitions, and I will always stand for a new beginning. And when they uh, lock us in the steel cage, I promise history will repeat himself. I did notice something. Mm. They called Cross's forearm to the back down the rabbit hole. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's just like coincidental. Maybe. <laughs> like, like Karrion Cross is like, man, I really like that friggin' because, you know, obviously if he was in Lucha Underground, maybe yeah. he's just a big Alice in Wonderland fan. He's like, maybe, maybe he just really well, likes that Jefferson Airplane. He's like, there could be two, two Alice in Wonderland people on the roster on the same brand. It's like, no, yeah, man. I mean, at this no. juncture, now that those little vignettes, the ARG thing is done, it's not like Bray constantly references yeah, that's true. Alice in Wonderland or White Rabbit or anything like that. They really should have ponied up for that uh, song for Bray Wyatt, though, man. I know. The new song is cool, though. I really, really dig yeah, that new good. song. It's I good. think it's really good. Uh, after that, we had uh, we show we see Bray Wyatt pacing back in stage, man. Oh, I'm nervous, man. I'm re- it's really me, man. Uh, after that, Rey Mysterio has an interview. He's excited to once again compete for the Intercontinental Championship. Happy to be back on SmackDown, and then Imperium just come in and just annihilate oh, him. Gunther chops the shit, rips out of his, his shirt chest. off, and chops the shit. You're so out excited him. to be back. You excited for the Intercontinental Championship? Oh man, yeah. he's gonna annihilate him. Yeah, he's he's gonna destroy him. And then we had Brace uh, promo. He comes to the oh, room. Man, this is still pretty new to me, man. I'm gonna do Bray because I do the voice. All right, very well. He says, I can get you because they're all that everybody hangs on his every word, which is great. Oh, There's know. no what? There's none of that shit. No. So uh, they're all chanting, you know, welcome back, welcome back. And he's like, I can get used to that, man. It's like an adrenaline rush. He says, I'm not going to lie. When you start chanting my name, it makes me feel invulnerable. He says, but I really wanted y'all to see something I'm very proud of. Right now, it's just me and you. There's no mask I'm hiding behind. It's me and you, and that's what all you get used to. This is Bray Wyatt, the real man. This is the best version of me that will ever be. I'm proud to be here today, and I'm going to do some spectacular things while I'm here. He says, the truth is, for the majority of my life, I've been completely out of control, and I can't help that. My emotions don't work like most other people. I don't have control, and sometimes they can send me to a dark place, and sometimes I don't feel anything at all. I think that's a part of what makes me, right? To get where I've gotten, I've had to do some really, really horrible things, and part of me likes that. I'm not afraid to do horrible things, and I know that's not the end of it. 
I know there'll come another time when I'm faced with some adversity and be asked to do some completely something completely horrible. Yeah, and the lights go down. Mm-hmm. Now the Tron. I just always assume the other mass is Uncle Harper, though we don't know that for yeah. sure yet. Uh, but anyways, whatever that character's name is, they unmask after asking, "Who am I?" And it's Uncle Howdy. He says, "I'm just a ghost of the man who sold the world. Of course, you killed the world. You sent him away, and now you're just a shell of what you once were." I say, revel in what you are, but you're a liar. You claim you don't wear a mask, but we both know that's not true, don't we? I can see you. You'll never be able to hide from me. Your Uncle Howdy. Your Uncle Howdy. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. I'm just going to sort of just take it where it leads me because I yeah. have no idea where yeah, it's going. I don't know where it's going to no go. No clue. Yeah. Don't know where it's going to go. Uh, we also had an AEW rompage, uh, which, uh, you know, a couple more story beats they hit, I guess we had the return of Will Hobbs been a while since we've seen him, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we had, we had, uh, uh, swerve channel, his inner, uh, uh, horror aficionado. Oh yeah, man. Um, in, uh, in in a backstage bit with, uh, daddy ass. Yeah. I like that. That uh, seems to really be driving the wedge between himself and Keith Lee, because Keith oh, is like, Keith I don't know anything Lee. about this. He this is, is like, freaking just, me out too. He's like, man, all I want to do is show up, wrestle some matches, go home, play some video games with Mia, perhaps. You know, I just want to bask in in my chillness. Mm-hmm. And you're out there kidnapping old men and like, smashing evidently, maybe like smashing their fingers, ripping fingernails out. I don't know what he was doing with those pliers. Wasn't anything good. Something painful. I like that shit, though. You know what? It, because you know what? It's kind of a big story beat, and it's happening on Rampage. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with that. That's what Rampage should be. It shouldn't be like, well, Rampage happened, three matches happened, and no story developments went down. Mm-hmm. So I was cool with that. Started with uh, Moxley versus Daddy Magic Matt Menard, Entertainer. Entertainer. Uh, and, uh, of course, obviously, uh, we know what happens here. Uh, I mean, this is a fairly competitive match, yeah. but in the end... Uh, uh, Mox choked out Daddy Magic, got the win here. Uh, let's see here. So after that, Stokely walks out to the ramp, and he's got Tiger style Lee Moriarty with him. Stokely says, "I know you're pissed, and I know that because he's talking about the firm. What happened with the yeah, firm? Yeah. He says, and I know you want to beat my ass. He says, but you can't do nothing. He says, if you want to face a member of the firm, face Lee Moriarty, and if you want to see what he's capable of." Uh, we got a little video here for you. They throw this really cool video package mm-hmm. uh, where Moriarty explains who he is, and uh, it's really well done. And uh, Mox grabs the mic. I always like that Mox does this. He always puts over his opponent. Yep. He says, you know, you're a hell of a talent. He says, the Blackpool Combat Club really liked you, but you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, kid. He says, and you just made the biggest mistake of your short career. If you wanted a match, all you had to do was ask. He says, I'll see you in Baltimore, and you're never going to be the same. Yep. But I thought the video package, the little reintroduction of Lee Moriarty, I thought it was really good. Um, maybe make him a standout member of the firm, perhaps. Or I mean, the they both they, they they had the spotlight on Lee, but also later on Ethan Page. You know, it's not yeah, right. just yeah. Stokely doing all the talking for mm-hmm. firm. Yeah, they're finally giving at least Lee and Ethan Page now stand mm-hmm. up moments of their own. Which yeah, just yeah. what they need now. Give one to W. Morrissey. Yeah. Um, they announced the Eliminator Tournament for full leading up to full gear. The finals will be at full gear. This seems to be an annual deal at this point. Now you got to assume with MJF probably beating Mox uh, for the title at full gear. 
ahead, book ahead a little bit, who might win this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, first person announced as an entrant, Dante Martin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, then we had a, a, a Jade Cargill this was promo. Awesome. Yeah, this was really good. She says, Nyla, you think, oh, yeah, this was like the little video thing, right? Where, where the lens was the really well. Ups. It was like really well filmed, yeah. They had like a J.J. Abrams lens flare going on. Yep. Uh, she says, Nyla, you think you can come in here and steal my belt? Everybody knows I'm the undefeated TBS champ, and while you're at home eating your chips with my belt, when I whoop that ass, I'm going to make a point, show everybody why I'm that bitch. Yep. Uh, then we got Keith Lee versus Serpentico. Uh, 12 the bell, seconds. The bell ring. 12 seconds. Serpentico tries to chop Keith Lee. Keith shakes it off, spirit bomb, Keith Lee wins. So he's about to have an interview with Shivani. Before mm-hmm. he can say anything, he's inter- uh, interrupted by the acclaimed. So mm-hmm. Bones is, says, no rap tonight because we got a bit of a problem, and we think that you, Keith Lee, have the answer to it. Billy's not here. He's gone MIA, and we know the swerve is nowhere to be found. And Tony says, well, yeah, Billy had a family emergency and had to leave. And, and Max Castor says, which family? We're his family. Where's the emergency? And Swerve shows up on the Tron and says, hi. So in addition to being a music mogul, I'm also uh, a very good Hollywood director. And you hear Billy muttering, oh, you're no director or something in the background. <laughs> and then Swerve just tells him to shut up. And Swerve says, my favorite genre is horror. And this one oh. is called Daddy Scissorhand, starring Daddy Ass himself. <laughs> and Billy's like, oh, this is ridiculous. I don't know what you're doing. And Swerve says, last time that we had an opportunity at Tag Team Gold, we lost. And Billy says, yeah, because you're not any good. And Swerve says, no, you're lying. Uh, you know what I do when I hear a lie? And that's when he produces the, the pliers. Yeah. And Billy says, you want to blame it all on us? Why don't you look in the mirror? And Swerve says, we're going to have the tag title match, except Billy's going to be nowhere to be, uh, not going to be there. I'm going to make sure of it. You know why? Oh, that's when he pulls up the pliers. And you want to know why? Pliers. Because he's going to be in the hospital. Ugh. And Billy says, don't do it. No, don't do it. And Swerve starts laughing and says, nope, it's too late. He takes the pliers to Billy's hand. And Daddy ass starts screaming. Yeah, he says motherfucker too. He says, ah, yeah. Swerve, motherfucker. Yeah, they bleeped it out. And then Swerve says, spooky season has arrived. And it cuts. So the acclaim sprint out of the ring to help Daddy ass. And Keith leaves us in the ring. He's us all, what the hell did I just see? Yeah, man. Ooh. I don't know what my reaction would be. If I just, you know, I had a pretty quick match against like Hilton or something, you know, quick power bomb, Hilton's done. And then I look up at the Tron and you're like ripping some dude's fingers off. And I'd be like, oh man, I'm associated with that now. You're like, oh, we're in a tight spot here. I'm in a tight spot. Do I help him? Do I rip somebody else's fingers off? Do I get new fingers for that person? What do I do? You know, I don't know. New fingers. New fingers, maybe? I, I guess fingernails. Robo fingers. Yeah, is this like a Siriana situation where he's mm-hmm. taking the, the nail, the nail is off? It, you know, is he going to evolve into a marathon man situation? Ooh, you know, where he's goes. taking teeth. the teethers. Yeah. yeah. Teeth don't grow back. Those do not. No, you got to get no dot. Uh, after that, we had uh, Ty Mello versus <coughs> Madison Rain. Ty Mello hits that running knee in the corner, gets a tie KO. For the win, uh, of course, you know, they're running out Madison Rain because she's a wrestling coach. Yeah. Ty Mello is sports entertainer. Yep. Yeah, that was the story here. Story here. Hey, should, let me ask you this. Should, should Ty Mello should have – yeah, it was a good match. No, it was a good match. Ty Mello is pretty good in the ring. Yeah. Um, should they have uh, – should, should Ty be cheating here because they're like bad guys and everything? Systematic cheating, you mean? Yeah. 
if that's if that's like because Tony yeah, Khan, or Tony Schiavone, you know, it was like, yeah, systematic. That's how sports entertainers sports win. Entertain, sports entertainment equals systematic cheating. Essentially, that's his that's his thesis. Yeah, right. Yeah, probably at least some sort of distraction, something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree with you. Uh, then we get an Ethan Page interview, um, and he's asked, "What do you think in turning your back on MJF?" Page says, "We were thinking there was a change of plans that we didn't decide as a group to change. MJF decided to change those plans. MJF decided to do things the right way, which is great because you think he became number one contender by yourself. No, the firm made MJF number one contender. The firm was going to make him AEW champion." But no, MJF decided to change plans, so they changed theirs too. Stop doing favors for. Him. It says so. Wednesday, we did a favor for Mox. We're gonna send MJF to full gear, less 100%. So enjoy the week off, Max. But don't be too happy, Mox, because I'm also gonna be at full gear because I'm gonna be in the Luminary Tournament. And I'm gonna win the whole damn thing and walk into Winter is Coming uh, and walk out World Champ and do something that MJF wouldn't be able to pull off at full gear. Beat Mox. This is a really good segment for Ethan Page. And I like the idea. I, I, I get the feeling the firm might be back in MJF's play, but have it be a, a showcase for dudes like Ethan Page. I mean, honestly, you got th- at least three guys there. I mean, the, 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 gun club, the gun clubs, whatever. But you got Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, and W. Morrissey. All three guys who should be standout performers mm-hmm. for your company. And and we got two of those tonight, so I hope they keep running with that. You know, yeah. It's like let those guys stand out. Uh, another standout guy, Matt Taven, had a match against Wardlow, uh, and they had an interview. Uh, Taven, <laughs> you know, T- he sold out Madison Square Garden, Larson. He gives a history lesson. Well, he says, he, this, he says, my first night in Ring of Honor, I won the TV title. He says, we're living in the time of Taven, and tonight we crown a brand new. Taven Network Television Champion. I don't feel good having read that. No. And then Wardlow, just he's again snoozing this off. He says, you seem very confident for a man who steps in the ring with Wardlow. He says, I know that Taven uh, uh, knows what he knows what I do. He says, that's powerbomb people over and over again. So tonight, uh, Taven feels right. I hope Taven feels right at home. I'm going to throw in a couple more powerbombs. That's what happened. Bunch of power. That's bombs. what happened. Four, four of them. Four. To be four power bombs on Taven. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's interesting watching Warlow come to the ring to a relatively tepid response, and then yeah, he hits the power tired. bombs, and everybody's into it. Oh, people love it. Yeah, yeah. But well, I think they knew that they're about to get a Matt Taven match because yeah. when you say relatively tepid, it's like what's less than tepid. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty Flat. tepid. It was pretty Dead. tepid. So, then anyways, uh, Bennett after Warlow gets the win, Bennett hits uh, Warlow with a. a Chop block. Stomps on him a little bit. Samoa Joe runs to the ring. He takes out the kingdom. Then powerhouse Hobbs comes to the ring. Uh, the the uh, the embassy attack War Joe. Hobbs <laughs> joins in. At the end of the, the, the attack, Hobbs is holding up the TNT title. And then Brian Cage has the Ring of Honor TV title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like I didn't like Hobbs tweet something out that he's not affiliated with the embassy. This is coincidental or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's the idea I got from this. Not that there was. Yeah. That he was member of Embassy, that he just saw this as an opportunity to say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to challenge Wardlow for the TNT title." Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I just feel like all these segments that involve Warjo and uh, the Embassy all just kind of go the same way. Yeah, they do. Run-ins, it's not more run-ins, yeah. more run-ins, and then <laughs> someone stands tall. It's not the most creative approach. No. 
But the idea of Hobbs, I mean, look, man, look at, let's get Hobbs at TNT title, man. Let's get him awesome. that TNT title. That'd be, pretty That'd be awesome. great. I mean, look, I didn't get my dude Taven to get it. You know, unfortunately, the Melvins got in the way there. But, uh, yeah, let's get that title on Hobbs. How about that? So are you going to buy one of those Matt Taven t-shirts? Did you notice when he uh, made his entrance, there they, cut, they did cut to one fan who had the most faded, wrinkly Matt Taven I know, I saw that. shirt on? But good for him. You know, he likes Matt Taven. Yeah. I honestly, dude, here's the thing about Taven. I honestly believe I could be turned around on Taven. I think he does have that bit of charisma that if properly channeled, but just perpetually screaming, I'm Matt Taven, ain't going to do it. Calling people Melvins ain't going to do it. No. Here's the thing. Like if, if, if I just watched his in-ring work, oh, this guy's a pretty solid wrestler. Solid wrestler. Puts on some fun matches. When he starts calling people Melvins, I think saying, he's got- I am Matt Taven, that's when I, 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 I want to I wanna fast forward to turn off the TV. I honestly think he's got one of those faces that would work perfect for sports entertainment that might work in WWE if they found some focus, some direction. Yeah. But just saying, I'm Matt, I'm the trend. No, man, you're not. Yeah, you're you know not. It doesn't even mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I don't think he's he's ever trended. Not he did sell out Madison Square Garden, though. Or so he says, yeah. Well, he was the main event as a sold that Madison Square Garden. Actually, he wasn't the main event, no. That's what they said. No, what it was wasn't the, main the last event? match. No, I watched that show. It wasn't the main event. Oh, wow. It was Okada and, and Jay White was the main event. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes a lot more sense. I mean, they, their match was kind of like the middle of the card, if memory serves. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was rampage. Uh, what's coming up on dynamite this week? It's supposed to be a good dynamite. What's happening on dynamite? I don't remember. You don't remember. You don't, know. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm not. I'm sure Mox has a match cause he wrestles every week. Oh yeah. He's got him. Oh, it's him and Lee, him and Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. That's right. No, they said it. All right. Uh, oh, nature fiend has. Okay. So we're half right. He says it was ring of honors main event match. All right. But it wasn't the main event. <laughs> Look, man, I know what you're doing right now, Larson. You're stalling, but he's in the waiting room. Okay. He's in the waiting room. All right. All right. So you ready for this? Sure. Let me make sure that everything's aligned here and, 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 and all right the way it should be. All right. Okay. All right. So I have some business paperwork to take care of. Yeah, and for any, paperwork? for any of you Melvins that don't want to hear Paul Levesque, Triple H, zoom into going in raw. Thank you, Maggie. Like, you can just tune out now and go to our next video. I have faith in you. I think you're, 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 you're going to do really good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and here we go. All right, here we go. It's clobbering time. Let's do it. Yeah, it's clobbering time. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Triple H. Hi, how's it going? Hold on a second. My Zoom is, is wonky right now. Hold on, I'm trying to figure this out. Look, look at my, look at my costume right here. Oh, you got a costume on? Let's see. Yeah, I got a costume on. Oh, look at, wow, look, at, look, look at this. Mm. Hey, wait a second. Wait, you're not Steve. No, I'm not. What the hell? I was not aware. I was not aware that. Hold on a second. I get this right. Here. I'm surprised you're not in your costume from the chaperone. You're straight to DVD motion picture. You're, you're, you're CM Punk. What is happening right here? I was supposed to be here. I was supposed to be here with Larson. I mean, Steve, or one of those idiots. What is happening right now? I thought it was going to be here. 
with uh with uh with C with uh, Steve. Phil, what are you how are you how are you doing? I heard that you had uh, some uh, some crazy shit happen to you there in that pisshead company AEW. Yeah, it's I pretty pissant, isn't it? But it's, it's something to see your doofus face, isn't it? Hold on a second. Number one, don't interrupt. That the other guy interrupts. You've always interrupted ever since 2005 when you showed up in, in OVW, and I was like, "Look at this." It was me, HBK, and Michael Hayes. We all saw you. Couldn't get over with the WWE crowd. We figured, "Oh, you're just some indie darling," and uh, you were trash then. You're trash now. That being said. I think you might be what's best for business. What do you say when you've come back for your from your fifteenth injury this year? You want it? You want a part time Brock Lesnar schedule? Come in and put some of the young guys over. How we'll about this? What? I'll come at her. Don't interrupt. Do not interrupt. That's always been a problem of yours. Do you want a match with me, the game Triple H? Pass. It's a big. That's a big money match. My return match. I feel like a million bucks these days. I did cardio this morning because you know I got this. I got this heart in me right here. This this the, my ticker is not great, but I feel like a million bucks. Are you gonna Are you gonna preview Raw with me? Are you gonna show up on Raw? Are you part of the preview? I don't know. Tell me what the preview is. Don't interrupt me. You again, asked the question, Phil. Paul. I'm gonna answer your damn question. Listen, number one, don't pop off on me. You're not going to impress me by being. Oh, what do I have to lose? The bottom line is, I'm, you're I'm still not five inches short on the way off from AEW. No, what do I have to, me, to prove at this point? Listen, you, you piss listen ant. to me. You're coming off a of piss. You went out of your way. You, you said Sheamus should be the face match. of WWE, no, and listen, not me. You what listen were you to thinking? me. You listen to the game. To what Triple were you H, thinking? The King of Kings. You want a match against Roman Reigns? Yeah, probably couldn't even made event a match against Logan Paul. All right, what's All right listen. All right, here we don't interrupt me, please, Phil. Let's go with the preview. Come on, listen, Phil. I, 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 can you send one of those muffins my way? Can I get one? I of those ate the muffins? whole one. Too bad. I ate, I drank the spin drift. I ate the whole muffin. You get I nothing. see two on your table. Don't interrupt me. I saw two on your table right there. Well, if you can don't I want to be interrupted, don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. Have a muffin. Mm, that's good muffin. Let's really try. Can I get some of that spin drift, please? Empty. Roman Reigns, don't interrupt me. Roman Reigns heads to Raw tonight ahead of Crown Royal. He's going to be, oh, man, this Sami Zayn bloodline stuff. This is uh, this is almost on par with the Katie Vick stuff. You know what I mean, Phil? It was disgusting. Brock Lesnar <sighs> returns after the Brock Lesnar is a big deal. He tried to walk out when they fired Dad. Look at me. I'm dressed up like Dad. If I keep, if I stay like this, he might be fooled into thinking that I'm Dad. And then, uh, then I'll take off the wig and he'll, he'll probably storm out again. He's a big baby. <laughs> <coughs> oh my God! You're so old. You're so old. Uh, it's a dry muffin. Sorry. Nikki Cross, she's back. Are you happy about that, Phil? Do you watch WWE programming? I haven't in eight years. You know you're going to come back. You're going to come back. With you in charge? No. Yeah, absolutely. The culture's changed. Cha- the, cl- the culture has changed. Yeah, but uh, you're still true. The A. game has changed the culture. Uh, ah, not buying it. Ah, not buying it. Nikki Cross faces off with Bianca Belair in a non-title clash. You think somebody going to want this finish and Nikki's going to win? How's this going to go down? No, Bianca will probably win this one. Don't interrupt me, Bianca. You asked the question, this. God damn it, Paul. Listen, Phil. I don't take that shit from Steve, and I don't take it from you. I don't care how long, how far along we go back. Listen, here's the thing. You don't even know the other dude's name. Are you cutting a promo on me? Let me already, tell you something, brother. I already called you a, your, uh, the doofus son-in-law. What more do yeah, I that was a say? good line. That was a good line. I like that one. You said glad-handed yes, men. 
boy, Johnny Ace, what a piece of trash he is. Yeah, real asshole, wasn't he? Worse than, yeah, we're on the same page. Now I'm in a better mood. I got to do this Halloween shit tonight with these kids so I could dressed up like dad. No chance. You probably shouldn't do that, Paul. Can you do a Vince McMahon impression? Let me hear it. Let me hear it. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, don't interrupt. Matt Riddle and Otis. Oh, yeah. Sit for trick-or-treat street fight on Halloween edition. Of Raw. You know what we should do? We should bring back the Halloween Battle Royal but put it on television. Wouldn't that be a great idea? That would be a great idea. No, don't interrupt me. Don't, don't, don't be a butt sucker. Nobody wants that. Listen, listen. You don't need to suck up to the game to Triple H to Paul Levesque in order for me to bring you back. I'm not I'll back. bring, I'll bring you back. You need to heal up all those, all those injuries you have. You're pretty beat up. Eat a lot of muffins. Drink a lot of Spindrift. Not coming and, back. And uh, come back a hundred percent. Not coming back. Not coming back. You're coming back. Not coming back. You need to rehab that image. Right now, your image, it's trash. It's like the Enforcer. It's I'll trash. Do, I'll do independent movies. In the I'm garbage. I don't, I don't need to come You're going to watch you do straight-to-DVD movies. Nobody's going to watch that Oh, you, know, you have a lot of experience with those, don't you, man? Get some pointers from you on that. that oh, you're crying really, now, huh? That was really hurtful. That was very wow. hurtful. I was on top of the world with Halloween. Now I'm, now I'm here in the trash. Well. Hope you have a Along good night. with your with your image because it needs rehabbing. All right. I got to go. I'm not going to say goodbye. Not going to do that. It was good seeing you. I'll see you in nine months at the Hall of Fame ceremony at WrestleMania 41. That's going to happen. That's more than Believe nine months away, it. but I'm not going to see you. I won't be there. Pass. Hard you, know, pass. you know why? Because Phil likes the money. That's why he came oh, back to oh, that pissing. Oh, I'm getting, like the money. getting such a massive buyout. I know you're bricked up thinking about that money. Why have five billion? We could have 10 billion. Don't tell me you're not erect. Goodbye. So how did it go? He thought I was CM Punk. He legitimately thought you were CM Punk? So I, I just said whatever was on my mind. I kind of feel like that's a smart move. Yeah. You, uh, you know, maybe cathartic. You know, you got to get out of him berating you. He was berating Phil. Am I, am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And so I, okay. channeling Phil, I berated him back. Okay, that's nice. Very good. Smart move on your part, you know, thinking on your feet. I see you're, 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 you know, listening to those notes that people have. So no, that's nothing good. to do with any notes that anybody sent me. No notes. Okay. I mean, I, I, right. just, I just called, I called him a doofus and he just rolled with it because oh, he yeah. wants me there. Yeah. He wants, yeah. You've got leverage. Yeah. Yeah. He wants you there. So yes. Catharsis. Yes. I felt, I felt okay. good. Okay. felt good. All right. That's good. Well, look at you. This guy right here. He's <sighs> the plus Delta, everybody. Da, da, he's da, the da, plus da, Delta. Da, 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 da. He's the plus Delta here at Going and Raw. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Oh, you know what? Actually, hold on. We have a couple questions here. But we're going to do questions for the video, for the Friendo Club TV video. We're going to do those a little bit later. But I for SmackDown and Rampage, we never have, like, recap questions for those. No. They're just questions. So I just put up a quick questions thread. Oh. It'll be quick. Uh, let's see here. We got first up, uh, Frozen Tape says, could you see Sammy in a match with Jay at the Rumble? I don't think that's going to go down like that. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were in the Rumble. I could see that happening. Yeah, and then there being some bloodline business there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nikhile asks, what's the latest news on Cody Rhodes? He's rehabbing as far as I know. I thought I read somewhere that it was going faster than it should, but then maybe I heard that that was fake news. I don't know. I don't want to say anything. As far as I know, it was probably I mean, he tweeted honest. the other day that he didn't leave because of CM Punk, so. Yeah, that was a nice thing. And then the Bucks tweeted back like a picture of the them picture all of hugging all and them. stuff. Yeah, before the first he time, said, I think. He had no problems with anybody, but I did like he snuck in there 
with uh, I just wanted to go after the big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. A little shade there. Uh, let's see here. Dwayne Nick says, as much as I want Cody to win the Rumble and defeat Roman at Mania for the Undisputed Championship, I'm starting to lean more towards Sammy Uso taking the titles off Roman. So I don't think that's going to happen. They could, and they probably should write it that way. But Owens and Sammy winning off the Usos, given that Sammy and Jay is really the thing. Yeah. And here's that's, the thing. If yeah. they can, if, if Sammy is kind of the catalyst for the destruction of the bloodline, it's mm-hmm. not winning the title, but that's a pretty huge deal story-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luis Reyes, uh, uh, who could be some surprise Rumble participants? He's uh, wondering about RVD, maybe Chris Masters. Chris Masters would be good. People remember the, the master lock. He just mentioned that he won a, a Rumble appearance, yeah. He should not mention that at all. No. Because like that's more likely not to happen if you talk about it. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with seeing Chris Masters. RVD would be awesome too. People love RV, RVD. Where is the Rumble? Is the Rumble in Philly? No, I'm sorry. That's Mania. Um, I don't know. No, Mania San is Antonio? in 40. Yes, it's San Antonio. Philly Mania is 40. This next Mania is in LA. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Golly. Yes, yeah, it's San right. Antonio, though. You're right. Yeah, San Antonio is the Rumble. I have Shawn Michaels. Uh, Texas. Oh, hell yeah. HBK and have, Stone Cold Steve have Austin. Sit in the Rumble because it, it, San Antonio is, is where he. The Rumble in San Antonio is when he lost the belt back to Shawn Michaels. King of Attitude in the Rumble with my Sid. truck. Sid's right answer. Yeah, Brittany says San Antonio. I'll be there. Brittany's going to be all five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Alex Foster says if we don't get our truth interacting with the bloodline, then what are we doing? He's apparently he and Roman are really good friends in real life. I feel like our truth is really good friends with everybody. Yeah. 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 It'd be good stuff. That would be good. That would be good. Yep. Uh, White Brownie says if the Noah card Shinsuke is in sells out quickly, could you see Noah or other Japanese promotions wanting to work something out with WWE to bring in some top talent? Uh, WWE in new Japan. Is that going to happen? No, no, I'd be pretty Why not. Why not? I mean, Why it not? seemed like you go back to the converse, conversations. I mean, this is this is from Tony Khan. Um, the conversations that apparently took place between Nick Khan and New Japan, and New Japan told Tony Khan that no, we're working with AEW, we're not working with WB. Now, of course, things could change, but I think for the foreseeable future, New Japan seemingly likes the relationship they have with AEW, uh, and I think until something changes in that relationship i don't necessarily see new japan changing course but do you think why do you think that new japan wouldn't be cool working with both AEW and wwe well i think just if they were in a situation where they're like okay hey tony khan we want to work with wb too i feel like tony khan would be like uh no but just like what i just don't know what kind of leverage tony khan would have if it's like, man, we gotta we gotta deal with the biggest and the best with like the biggest company on the planet, like we're gonna go work with them. And Tony Khan's like, no, could New Japan just be like, well, we want it. We're gonna we're gonna. Well, do no, this I think anyways. I think the situation wouldn't be like Tony Khan would veto New Japan working with WB. I think it'd be a situation where Tony Khan be like, all right, well, we're not working with New Japan anymore. Yeah, right, right. But then New Japan would be like, I don't really care. We're with yeah, WB. no, I mean, like, like I'm yeah. sure New Japan would be like, yeah, fine, cool, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of nice. I mean, look, I could totally see. I could totally see. Look, I know Tony Khan has said that he doesn't like WWE running shows against him. 
But like, I don't know. I don't know. I, it sort of depends on how WWE feels about AEW, I guess, you know? It's like, do, do, do they want to make them look stupid by sort of taking over the relationships that they have? It's like if WWE wants to, they could kind of forge relationships with everybody that AEW has relationships with. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Triple H would be the kind of guy who'd be like, well, if you're going to work with us, you can't work with AEW. That might be something that they would try if they really want to be shitty about things. Or just, I mean, you, I guess shitty or a good businessman. I don't know. I mean, I mean, also just... He, that's that's one of those things that can just kind of be left unsaid, though, just by the nature of how seemingly Tony Khan feels about WWE. Mm-hmm. And he might think, oh, WWE, now they're encroaching on my relationship with New Japan, trying to work with them. I'm not going to take this shit. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, WWE programming an NXT premium live event against uh, AEW Ring of Honor's mm-hmm. you know, live event is probably, you know, still not great between the two of them. Um, but I don't know. It depends on, it depends on, oh, Maggie, thank you for the gift. Of thank you, Maggie. Thank you so um, much. It depends on, like, I could, I could totally, I know that we've talked about WWE wanting to up their cool factor. But, like, do they balance that? It's like, if we work with AAA, New Japan, bunch of other promotions, and sort of edge out AEW. Like, like would people think, oh man, WWE's working with New Japan? That's cool. I don't really care that that edges out AEW. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. It'll be interesting. I think that nothing's off the table. That's that's my belief. Yeah, yeah. That you know, would they do a WWE New Japan? Would WWE have a presence at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't know. Probably not. But like, maybe next. Maybe not this year. But I mean, outside month. of maybe Carl Anderson, if if you know he gets over there to defend the no, Never Open Weight Title, maybe Carl Anderson, Gallows, and AJ Styles go to New Japan. It wouldn't be shocking. It wouldn't. It would be surprising, it'd, it'd but be it wouldn't something. be shocking. It would be something. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be something. That, that's definitely for sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we're going to continue along that line. We have some other questions. Red Tube, my favorite name here on YouTube. So do you think Nakamura wrestling Muda and Noah is a signal that WWE is more open to be uh, to allowing their guys to work in smaller promotions? So let's take the big ones off the table. Yeah. I think the, the first thing that came to mind was if Ric Flair's last match happened under Triple H's regime, and Andrade worked for WWE. That totally still would have happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think under that, Vince McMahon, maybe, but Triple H definitely. I think it's a situation as we've seen is it's it's right now special circumstances where I I imagine it seems like the way Nakamura put this is like he went and said, "Hey, I want to do this. Can I do this?" Vince pushed back. Triple H was more open to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And I think that kind of stuff will continue. Where if a talent wants to do something in another promotion because it means something to them. Yeah, right. I think Triple H will probably more often than not allow that outside yeah. of having that person go to AEW, you know? Um, yeah, right. Yeah. As far as something more than that remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like if if, if Tony Khan ha- uh, launches this reconstituted Ring of Honor, they have a TV deal, and I don't know, AJ Styles, they're having like some celebratory thing, and AJ Styles says, you know, hey, I spent some time in Ring of Honor, or, or Seth Rollins, it'd be really cool to be a part of this. Odds are Triple H be like, eh, I don't know about that. You know, that's that's us saying the, the competition's on our level. I don't know about that. But um, you know, if if it was 
Seth, like whatever promotion Seth got started with when he was starting out in Iowa, was yeah. having an anniversary show. He was like, oh, I ought to make an appearance here. He went to Triple H. He's like, all right, fine, you can make an appearance there. That I wouldn't be surprised by. Here's the thing. Seth Rollins would be so much more for like if because the Mox is done with GCW, I think. But like, I, I don't think for a second Seth would do anything with AEW. That dude is so firmly pro oh, WWE. Yeah. I just brought his name but it's a guy. It's the example. I know you're just you're just throwing the example out there. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, sorry. I'm uh, Omega asks, what gimmick match do you not see enough of? I want to see WWE bring back the championship scramble. That'd be cool. It's always beat the clock challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love a gauntlet. I love a gauntlet. Yeah, me too. Um, they do that every once in a while though. They do that certainly more than the beat the clock challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, David Matushek, since you own a wrestling promotion now, will you take into consideration barring certain people from either attending or wrestling based on their actions? <laughs> That's such a heavy question. I mean, I need an example. Uh, the, a wrestler, uh, you know, a wrestler who's been canceled. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going <laughs> to, we'd yeah. probably be like, well, I don't want to work with them. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah. Wouldn't want to work with. Yeah, that individual. Life, uh, it's such a heavy question, though, for like, you know, for what for our actual relationship with ACW. <laughs> yeah, I just thought my, I thought when I heard that, I was like, oh, are we going to ban Joe DeSole? We heard, we've already answered that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've canceled Joe DeSole. Yeah, no, no, we, we've, we've been open. We're going to give Joe DeSole an opportunity to, to rehab his own image. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, if somebody's a, a, a you know demonstrated they're kind of a piece of crap, then you know I don't want to be associated with that. Exactly. So exactly, obviously, it's not something we want to work with. Um, let's see here, uh, Mary Plant Houston. What are some of your favorite Halloween themed matches or segments from wrestling show? Oh, it's a Chamber of Horrors. Oh yeah, thousand percent. So there's an electric chair in the middle of the ring. Yeah, that was that was something else. That was something yeah. else. Also, just the death match between uh, Cactus Jack and Vader at Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, deep here. voice, dude. If CM Punk were to return to WB, should they have him return at Mania in LA or wait until a Chicago show? I mean, I guess probably a Chicago show, but I feel like at this point, that's kind of the expectation. Oh, they're going to be in yeah. Chicago. Phil's going to show up, you know? Yeah. I say Jacksonville. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Great idea. Whoa. Whoa. Great idea. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Eastside Reviews. You're having a Thanksgiving dinner. He's looking ahead to the next holiday. Uh-huh. Uh, and you have all the wrestlers over. Who do you think is the best cook? Who gets drunk and starts spilling family secrets? And who's that uncle, aunt, who will say real uncomfortable stuff politically? Goo. Best, I don't, I'm not going to answer the last one. No, best cook <laughs> might be Baron. It's Cronus is the last one. Best cook is who Baron? Yeah, Baron's the best cook. Uh, starts f- spilling family secrets. It'd be uh, Uncle Howdy. Yeah, that dude seems yeah. to be all about spilling those secrets. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. There's another good one from Red Tube. Says if Bray Wyatt popped up at ACW to recruit new cult members, Wyatt six, who would be more likely to join, Steve or Larson? I don't know. I don't feel like it. either of us would be really too easy to influence to that degree. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think what would he entice us with. 
You know, the man. White Six has struck a deal with Del Taco, man. In? We're both in. in. We're both in. in. Yeah. If I get you a know. lifetime supply of chicken soft tacos. Yeah. Uncle Steve, Uncle Larson are here. There you go. F-Pop <laughs> says, Roman being beaten after he loses the titles will still be rarefied air, but could Sammy beat him then to conclude that story? The story is more Sammy and Jay. Mm-hmm. At this juncture, at least. Um, you know what? I, you know what I think would be cool because I, oof, yeah, I don't know. Something that indicates, like I would say, the bigger deal would be not Sammy beating Roman, but Sammy actually impressing and gaining Roman's true respect. Because I still don't know that. I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't respect any of these any of these clowns in his bloodline. Uh, Sean Chan says Joe Hendry is my new favorite human. Uh, do you think even Joe Hendry? You think he would do better in WWE or AEW? WWE. He's got sports entertainer written all over him. Man. He does, but I feel like working on this gimmick and getting it like really solid mm-hmm, yeah. in Impact right now is probably the best place for him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Either that or NXT. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's a solid thing, and maybe that would help him in AEW. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.